All right. Welcome to season three of the Micro Budget Independent Filmmakers Podcast. Y'all, this is our final season. We made it to our final season of this podcast. I'm so excited because this season we are focusing on getting your film out into the world. That said, we have an announcement. We have a Twitter page. I'm so excited about our Twitter page because we were connecting with so many independent filmmakers on Instagram. We decided to give our podcast a home. So it has an official page on Twitter. Follow us at underscore micro budget pod. We've connected with so many filmmakers across the globe, filmmakers in Canada, filmmakers in London who have tweeted us and said how useful this podcast has been. So we're really excited to continue connecting with you all. Follow us on Twitter, underscore microbudgetpod. Oh my gosh, y'all. We're in the middle of a pandemic. We are in the middle of a pandemic and people are still making things. People are still making things. Um, I've talked to a lot of filmmakers. I've talked to a lot of producers during this time. And it's really funny to me because... The big budget productions, the commercial producers, you know, they're freaking out about two things. One, they're having to be nimble and scrappy and resourceful because of all the limitations that we have now. We can't have 50 people on set. We can't have multiple locations. Now they're having to do things where it's like one or two actors and the entire team is remote except for your DP. And on top of the fact that they're having to focus on how to make their productions really safe. Um, and independent filmmakers, we're like, we, this is the way that we've done production since we've been doing production. We've always done nimble and scrappy and resourceful productions and shoots. So navigating this new normal for independent filmmakers I've seen that we've adapted really, really well. And I've seen that this has been really familiar to us. Whereas big budget producers, big budget productions are the ones that are really, truly suffering. Um, So the good news is that as micro-budget independent filmmakers, we really only have to worry about doing productions the safest way possible. We don't really have to overcome the hurdle of being nimble and scrappy and resourceful because these obstacles that a lot of producers are now getting accustomed to, this is the way that we've been doing our work. This is the way that we have been doing our productions. In this episode, I really want to focus on my recommendations for producing work during a pandemic, producing a shoot during a pandemic, and it's focusing on the safety of it. It's not, again, we're not focused on the nimble and scrappy and what we can't do because that's how we roll as independent filmmakers. We're focusing on the safety. Before I get into my recommendations, though, I want to say this. We need to lean into the fact that there is a pandemic going on. I've seen so many tweets and posts and so much shade thrown at filmmakers who are writing pandemic scripts. And to me, I think that there is absolutely nothing wrong with writing a story that is centered around the pandemic. This, this, the last time we've seen a pandemic like this, it was 1920. This is not normal. This is a global, global crisis. And I think there's so many stories that could come out of this. 
You know, whether it's a script about a germaphobe trying to execute a production during a pandemic, whether it's about trying to throw a wedding or a party during a pandemic, there's so many things that you can do that that are related to there's so there are so many scripts that you can write that are centered around the way the world is right now. And I think that's okay. I think that we need to continue to lean into stories that are centered around one character in one room. Uh, What can you do with a silent film? You know, what can you do with one location or maybe even being outside? Um, Lean into that. I I don't think that there's anything wrong with creating stories that are centered around the realities of the world right now. So let's get into my recommendations for producing during a pandemic. Number one, please start by checking your city's industry guidelines for production. Cities vary. Every single city has a different set of rules. Some of them are the same. Others have nuances to them. So please, before you decide to produce a short film, an indie project, anything, any type of content where you are having people on set, check your city's industry guidelines. That's rule number one. Number two, Learn your needs versus your wants. Who truly needs to be on set? And you know, independent film production, for me, it's like a family reunion. Every single time we get on set, it's really about your film community. It's really about making films with your friends. And it's really hard to think about a set where you can't have everybody there as a part of the project. Because when you get to the shoot day, That's the day that everybody really wants to be a part of. So as a producer, you have to put that aside and you have to really prioritize everybody's safety and think about who truly needs to be there and who can handle their role remote. Um, On top of that, another rule that I have is to consolidate the crew roles. I try to go for 10 people or less on a film set. So when it comes to your camera team, that's usually a cinematographer, that's usually an AC, an assistant camera person, that's usually a camera operator. So it's usually a team of three. You probably want to book a cinematographer that's also a camera operator and use equipment that doesn't require a lot of like lens changes. So an AC camera op DP can be one person. That can be a consolidated role. Also, As far as producing goes, I know for me, I'm always on my set keeping track of time. So it might be easy for you to consolidate your assistant director role, your AD role that's keeping track of time with your producer role. You know, it might be easy for you to have your PA also slate. So think about the roles that you can consolidate to kind of minimize the number of people that are actually on set. Rule number four, what elements can be remote? And this is the thing. I always have my pre-production remote. I am a filmmaker that also has a full-time nine-to-five job. After work, I don't want to go to more production meetings. I want to go home. I want to get in my pajamas and open my laptop and click a Zoom link and meet with my team. That's usually how I do my pre-production meetings anyway. And I think that during this pandemic, we need to lean into that. All of your pre-pro meetings can be remote. All of your table reads with your cast, that can also be remote. 
Um, post-production, the entire post-production process can be remote. Lean into that. That doesn't change the production. Um, even when it comes down to location scouting, in season three's workbook, I put two different options that I utilize for location scouting during a pandemic. But think about who truly needs to be there and who doesn't. Can we send pictures? Can we send videos? Think about those things and, again, prioritize not having as many people in a space as possible. Rule number five, send out a pandemic one-pager with your call sheet. This is just a one-page bulleted checklist for people to know how to operate on your film set. So, hey, guys, we're arriving at this time. Use this entrance. Leave your shoes here. Wash your hands at this sanitation station you know, this is how we're going to handle catering. This is how we're going to exit every 45 minutes. Everybody needs to wash their hands, things like that. Uh, Rule number six, add a sanitation budget. People call this PPE, personal protection equipment. So that's all the cleaning materials for your camera gear. That is uh, hand sanitizer. That is cleansing wipes. That's garbage bags. That's gloves. You want to make sure that you have a substantial portion of your budget dedicated to keeping things sanitized, keeping things clean, because that is keeping people safe. Rule number seven, buffets are out. And I love when it, we talked about this in uh, episode four of the micro budget hacks. Usually on my sets, there's pasta, there's tacos, or there's pizza. There's things where it's served in a buffet style. That's completely out of the question now completely out of the question. We're not sharing food on any set. So what I recommend is to actually give your cast and crew gift cards, like $25 gift cards to local restaurants. Now, producers, listen to me. I did not say give them a Visa gift card because you know what's going to happen? Your sound guy is going to run off to an hour away and decide they want to go get this burger from wherever the heck And next thing you know, you're two hours behind because everybody decided to go to all different places. No, you were to scout the area. You were to see which restaurants are within a square mile radius and get gift cards to that location so you can control when people come back to your set so you can keep things moving. So definitely budget for catering, but do that catering budget a little bit different. Budget for gift cards to specific restaurants. Um, And lastly, have everybody get tested beforehand. That's really, really important. Um, Again, we're doing sets where the crew is very small. It might be three or four people on a crew. It might be two actors. Make sure that everybody goes and gets tested beforehand and tests negative for coronavirus. That is one of the safest, safest ways to proceed with a production. Um, So those are my pandemic rules, y'all. It's it's wild out here. Uh, I have yet to shoot during this pandemic in person, all of my shoots have been remote. My shoots out of state have been remote even. And there have been very, very few people on set. It is very possible, again, prioritize what elements of your production can be remote. Uh, Make sure that you are adding all of the proper sanitation protocols into your production schedule as well. And again, have fun. Don't overthink it. Don't overthink it at all. Even with this pandemic, even with being micro-budget independent filmmakers and having so many obstacles, you can still have fun with this. 
You can still have fun with this and you can walk away with something and say that during a global pandemic, we made a film. Just like season one and just like season two, season three has a workbook. Shout out to everybody who's purchased season one and two's workbook. This season's workbook has a COVID production guide, marketing and distribution film examples from two of my film projects, as well as a tax write-off cheat sheet and a branding guide for you as a filmmaker. Make sure that you email ztpmifpodcast at gmail.com if you want the workbook. I'll catch you guys on the next episode.